Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse. We're going to a coffee. And we're going to talk about some brewers. Well, a brewer. Well, we're starting a series on, like, fancy auto drip machines. Right. Because there's some really good ones. We're excited about them. And we don't yeah. want it to be a product review and a comparison thing, no. necessarily. We're not trying to go that route. We just want to talk about the ways that people are making coffee at home and... Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's lots of lots of great technology, and there's this whole category of um, really, actually, seriously good like auto drip machines, where you can make really good coffee with them at home. It's funny because I've I've had these for a while. I still brew I still brew by hand. I mean, that there are a lot of a lot of great benefits to these, and I like coffee from them. But um, brewing by hand is still classic for me. And uh, I agree. And. Um, I still would recommend to anyone who's getting into really good coffee to to get some kind of manual home brewing device just because I think it it makes everything make more sense, brings you closer to the coffee, all that sort of thing. Absolutely. You get to see the dynamics because you get to witness mm -hmm. that, especially with a Chemex or something. Yeah. To, uh, Chemex or even a, you even know, a when French you see When you adjust or, the grind setting and then you have a good idea what the, what the grind should look right. like for an auto drip. Exactly. And why certain functions are important. And I think that... Uh, most people most people will come from a world of making coffee with I'm just gonna go ahead and say a cheap auto drip machine or the average machine that you can find or an old one or an old one well yeah because they're expensive yeah well, you, go there, one, you look at something that's $25 or you look at another one that's $150 you know and you just want to make coffee at home you don't yeah. really know I should have I should have looked up some like not so like machines that aren't SCA certified that are really expensive because there certainly are there there got to be some like auto machines out there that you can go and drop a couple hundred bucks on and it's mm. got some fancy scheduling or maybe maybe it's got a built-in grinder or something yeah I, know I guess those that was, art ones are getting up there and stuff like that and uh, ooh, black and bigger this is not from the machine we're gonna be talking about but what am I drinking right now this is like <laughs> blackberry jam. It's really delicious, isn't it? Yeah. I, I don't even know the name. Oh, okay. Is that a it's tester? A, it's a sample of coffee. Oh, yeah. yeah we're really excited. Sample. I think it might be the one right. that we end up with. But Drinking yeah. some blackberry jam right now. Okay, it back, says, back says, on it. It says Winter Lake all over it. Oh, that's right. That's coming up, isn't it? So, yeah. What? I mean, I kind of wanted to talk about why you would get an auto-drip machine. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty clear why most people do. There's always a tendency towards convenience that's obviously why the market for pod machines is so massive right even though it's like the worst way to consume coffee <laughs> one of the worst ways to consume coffee right it like falls down all the, like the worst dimensions of that brew coffee it has right. to check it, take, all those it takes you away from the people who make it and why they make it it takes you away from so the so we don't need to talk about pod machines okay. and this definitely like but, that is our product review that's true. But, uh, <laughs> I want to slam on pod machines. Gosh, darn them. Speaking of which, we have a video to make still. Anyhow. Um, this, I think, just prompted us to get it done. Yeah. Just in time for the holidays. But uh, there's certainly a convenience factor. There's a there's a large, you know, a, a brew quantity factor. Right. Do you want me to keep talking? Or? Yeah. All right. Um, there, there's a there's a brew quantity factor. Uh, one of the challenges with with hand brewing at home. I mean, I make I make my my brews on a, a Kalita wave, and the most that I'll ever make in one sitting is 500 milliliters, and I'll drink all that myself. Right. 
So, but like what it, if you have one more person? Mm-hmm. If you have two people, okay. You move up to Chemex, but even that, you know, that's, you know, four so ma- smaller cups of coffee. Yeah, and a lot of people drink a lot more coffee than that right. during the day. Well, they so. don't want it that soon, and they keep them warm. Right. Um, so. It also takes a lot of skill to make coffee, pour over. That's true. Different equipment, whereas this is just one thing you plug in and you do it, it's and it's the same way you've been making coffee for decades. Plug in and push a button. Um, and that kind of brings us to what we have on the show today, which is Oxo's Barista Brain Brewer. This is their nine cup. It's I think. a brain brewer. Yes, it's a brain brewer. <laughs> you brain just brewer just stick your brain right in there, and it pours hot coffee all over it. <laughs> Sound pretty good, right? Yeah, sounds like our business plan. Yep. This is sleek. It Kinda is tall. But it looks good. It would look good on your, you know, it's a lot of stainless steel and some black plastic. Yeah, there's there's a, I mean, it, it, I'm pretty sure this is actually stainless steel, yeah. So there, there's a good amount of steel, decent amount of plastic. Um, there's some silicon parts. Uh, mainly, so this is one of one of the automated drippers that is certified by the SCA, uh, which means it meets certain guidelines. Right, that's a specialty coffee association. Um, specialty coffee association. And... Um, I should have written down the guidelines, but off the top of my head, uh, <laughs> it it has to brew within a certain amount of time. Um, things have to be within a certain temperature range. Uh, the coffee has to meet certain extraction uh, guidelines, like they measure it out. Um, after the coffee is brewed, it has to stay a certain temperature for a certain amount of period. It's actually some pretty strict guidelines that um, objectively analyze coffee from machines like this which is pretty cool that you can have this like set of guidelines that is this honest like literal measurement of objective analysis for a subjective thing like taste right um so this and other machines like well eventually we'll talk about the mocha master and some other ones that uh, are also certified which are in this yep. kind of range of um sort of high-end drip machines um but so the oxo the nine cup here makes uh you can brew up to 1200 milliliters in this okay that's a lot um and i do um i've been doing 75 grams of coffee in there it's about a medium coarse grind seems to do well for me uh, i kind of tinker around it around with it for a little bit i also actually have oxo and they're same they have this barista brain line of products they also have a grinder right the brain um, grinder the brain grinder <laughs> Which has uh, actually been quite nice, quite a nice product, and it goes really well with this. Um, you can set up that grinder to, like if you fill the hopper, you can set it up to grind a certain amount of grams. It's got a built-in scale. Oh, cool. So you could literally push a button on there, put your grinds in here, and then push a button on here, and then it'll make coffee for you. Um, this also has a, a built-in scheduler, so I can, you could put the grounds nice. in. Yeah, it's before. a pretty sleek looking interface. Is that a knob? Yep. So you put, um, you know, you fill up I the see. tank here with the with the water, and then you add. Um, I mean, you have to figure out how much coffee to add to this. There's no like built-in scale thing to tell you how much coffee to put in here. So the the 17 to 1 ratio, which is pretty standard, mm-hmm. um, it's about 75 grams of coffee to the full 1,200 yep. milliliters. Um, and uh, yeah, it makes it pretty. It's got it's got a a nice distribution head. Oh yeah, look at that. It's about a couple inches wide. Yep. So that's important. So the grounds uh, all get saturated relatively consistently and evenly. Yep. And it, it comes apart for cleaning. Apart, yeah. hmm. um, it's actually it's actually pretty impressive. One of the things that 
so it, so it distributes water evenly. It does it over a, a spaced period too. So uh, the the knob here lets you select. Um, there there are two ranges: two to four cups and five to nine cups. That's the the cup measurement of brewing. That's not actual cups of water. Um, that's marked on the side as well. It's it's marked on the side so you know if you fill to one gauge or the other. You select one of these and then it'll determine how much to brew. If you're doing like because the it's, full it sets it up on a set of time then, right? Uh, like so I presume it knows it's going to go a longer time for brewing. It has right. more water to push through, so the timing difference as far as the bloom and stuff. Will it be. actually pauses right. in the middle of the brew. Like if you're doing a full tank on this, I've noticed that it'll stop at some point. Um, That's the bloom. Let it draw down, and then you. It's 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 not quite. Like, it's kind of halfway between, so it's past the bloom. Like, it, I don't think it actually does a bloom on this. I don't think any of these do an actual bloom. You should see Joseph shaking his finger at the moment. Because <laughs> one of the things I was going to mention, so the, um, the dispersal head on this is built into the lid that goes over the, the mm -hmm. cone. We've seen that in other ones where they're not, where they're different, um, different pieces. So I'm not sure they needed to build it. The, the shower head into the lid here but the problem is once you're brewing you can't lift the lid of the basket which I guess is not necessarily a problem does it zap you with hot water if you do oh it'll just spray everywhere oh it comes right out that yeah yeah <laughs> it'll literally just yeah you don't want to do Wednesday, that Wednesday April 1st uh, which like you would think they would have some kind of latch here so you wouldn't accidentally do like that like it would lock brewing. itself down when it started yeah yeah um that's, that's a minor thing, but what I like to do, and I've done with some of the other brewers, is I'll actually manually bloom. I'll turn it on, I'll let it saturate the grounds, I'll flip it off, and then I'll stir. It's like I'm doing a Chemex, and it makes a difference. Yeah. But that's a little, that's a little involved. I, I mean, that's, I'm being a little picky on that, because that's not what this is about. This is about making a lot of a pretty good cup of coffee. Right. Uh, and to me, I think it does that. Let's try it out. I think we should take a quick little pause, yep. and we'll talk about the brewing functions and what makes sure. so, a yeah. brewer worth the extra bucks. We're gonna, yeah, so we'll pause and we'll brew and come back and then do all that. All right, so we're back and we're uh, brewing on this OXO brain brewer right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a nine cup one. Uh, I can't remember exactly how long the whole thing takes. Maybe like five minutes. Uh, but you can see here, after three cups, it's paused. Right. So it's not pulling water in now. Yeah, it stopped bubbling. Nothing to look at. And actually, oh, oh there it goes. I was going to take a quick peek. Can't now, though. But it had, it had stopped. So it's picking up again. Yeah. It's, uh, it's quiet. actually very quiet. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know, 18 inches away from the microphone. Yeah, I, even I'm hear, even going to. You probably hear our neighbor's motorcycle more. The microphone is right next to it right now. And you're probably hearing the traffic outside more. Well, we're just gonna uh, so it's aimlessly talk while we watch the bubbles it's shoot. It's brewing. Yeah, there it goes. Pulls water down, heats it up. So why why are why are these so expensive? What the, what does this retail for? So well, I think uh, so. Yeah. So this is the nine cup one retails for one ninety nine. Okay. They have a larger one. It's a twelve cup. Um, retails for two ninety nine, and that one the water that uh, the water tank is a removable electric kettle. That's right. It looks pretty, yeah. It looks kind of nifty, but it Could also... Could you use it for tea? Does it pour out like that? Maybe yeah. a little It just It doesn't have a gooseneck. It's just a regular spout kettle, which I'm kind of like, okay, that's cute. They have enough silicone. You could just make a gooseneck out of silicone that <laughs> just flips up. Maybe that's the thing is inside Maybe. There. So one of the main... Uh, as far as my understanding of 
auto drip machines and one of the reasons why the cheaper auto drip machines are not great over the long term is their heating elements break down actually pretty easily right there's a pretty good per- percentage that just never ever get up to proper temperature right and that's, if they don't get up over 200 degrees then or you know 195 i think it might be the standard here um if they don't get over that temperature then the coffee just simply doesn't extract very well you don't get a lot of the sugars right and, and and I, I think that can be really hard to actually tell. Like, even if the water's brewing at 180, it's going to look like right. you're brewing with really hot water. Well, but and when you have darker, cheaper coffee, you're not really going to notice. But True. Specialty coffee also demands a better, more precise brewing, you know, consistent brewing. Right. If you want to, I mean, if you want to get the most out of your coffee, you need, um, you need the proper amount of heat. You need all the, the, the grounds in the brew basket to... You know, come into contact with the water as evenly as possible. That's yep. part of what's measured in these things, is as how yep. the water. And then how much time the extraction's taking, and the design of the bottom, and how it drips out. Exactly. The aeration and the. The aeration in the. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Carafe. Yeah, all of these things, like the, the geometric design of the the basket, how the water goes into it. I mean, most of the technology is in the heating of the water and building like a really solid quality um, piece yeah. of appliance. Are we going to sacrifice this one in, an, in another episode to take it apart and compare it to? No. Oh. This is mine. I want to know what it looks like on the inside. I want to know how, the, is it a copper heating element, do you know? Um, I don't know. I can look into that. But not while we're recording. Maybe when we come back to the next one. Because the, the, you know, one of the other ones has a really impressive heating element i mean obviously this is certified this keeps the i I can't remember the range of the water temperatures it's like 205 to 209 it's like a really narrow range that it has to yeah like 98 to keep it 198 to 202 200 to 205 constantly brewing and then uh of course keeping the coffee at a certain temperature afterwards um i have i have we're not doing the comparisons, but I have the Mocha Master with the metal carafe at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one has the metal carafe. I'm a big fan of the metal carafes on all these things. I don't like the glass ones. Yeah, we're going to do a little comparison between the products on the Mocha Master episode coming up. Yeah, I, and you, you have like the glass one on the heating element. I'm not a big fan of those things, but they work. Uh, but this, um, so speaking to the OXO one, this keeps the coffee hot for a long time. I did a four-hour temperature measurement. Um, a while back, and it was still at 140, about 140 after four hours. Nice. And, and in fact, after this brew, it's going to come out too hot to drink. I hope so. Should be about 200 degrees. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, 195. That's a that's a common occurrence. So we're almost done here. Um, the it, it's got a nice little LED panel screen here that has the time, and it's got these little droplets that say it's brewing. Um, once it's done, it's going to beep at us, and then, oh, here we go. It should beep at us. Okay, maybe it didn't beep, but no. <laughs> Stop cheating. Stop cheating. <laughs> so it's got, a little, it's got a little cup symbol now, and it's got this timer, and it'll actually tell you how long it's been since it brewed. Does it scold you if it's been too long? Because um, you're only supposed to have the coffee brewed for about 90 minutes tops after... Theoretically. Of course, that cup that you were just enjoying at the beginning of the episode was two hours old. Yeah, and that was really yeah. really amazing. I actually really like how that pours, too. Yeah, I was unsure. Un- like, smooth and... Uh, 
Really nice fruit. Really nice for a carafe. Feels good in the hand too. Like just from a usability perspective. Yeah, the center gravity is kind of low on that. I like this uh, this product as a whole. Huh. Feels solid too. Yeah. Feels like something that that'll last for a long time. See, they really need to do attachment for the lid, so you just take this and put it in the cup holder. <laughs> and just drink style. right from yep. it. Yeah. It looks like a giant coffee cup. It yeah. feels like it in your hand. <laughs> so obviously, I mean, it, it it looks, it feels like it has has great build quality. Uh, so far, I've been pleased. I've been brewing on it uh, for a while. Um, I don't do a lot of brewing on this at home because it just brews too much coffee for me. I could do a partial, but I like brewing on my Kalita. Um, we use our auto drips here because sometimes, you know, there's a lot of neighbors or people that want coffee or we're trying to do a blend or something that's more like for that clientele that have those drippers. Right. Um, and we want to taste what it tastes like under an auto drip, so we make a big pot. And, uh, if ever I have guests or I'm making coffee for more than one person, I go straight to this. Yeah. No question. Um, I mean, it, it makes we'll a definitely really good cup of coffee. Um, and we're... Yeah, holiday shopping episodes. Yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, we're, we're gonna it's find a, it's out two cups to goes. drink. Too hot to drink. Too hot to drink. Two, right right two cups to, cup, cup to drink this hot right now. One thing, uh, I guess, you so, know. Oh, look at that. That's a perfect little ground distribution in there. Yeah. Totally flat. It's got the little drip holes, mm. obviously, but it looks like, it you know, like everything Myanmar. extracted. You look marvelous. Um, and then the, the brew basket, which, by the way, so the filters in here, you know, the grounds are obviously in there. This whole thing just lifts out super easy, mm -hmm. and it's really easy to clean. Yeah, Light. lightweight. Um, it's that that's that is one of the nice things that I've enjoyed about this. Really easy to clean. Not too many parts. I mean, there are a bunch of parts, but most of them are stuck in here. Um, and we were talking about how you can take the dispersal. Yeah, you can take it apart and clean stuff it, and clean which it, is cool. which is great. Um, but most of it just kind of sticks in there. Yeah, sometimes this, there's a lot of extra bells and whistles. This thing does hold on to water. It's a little hard to drain it completely. Which, if you move it a bunch, is a problem. Like if take you it over don't. to your buddy's shop to do a podcast about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, it seemed like uh, the cord was a little short. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. But That's actually the most annoying thing about this. And there aren't any other annoying things about this. But that is the annoying thing about this, is the cord is, I think, a foot and a half long. Which is fine if you're putting it right next to an outlet. Right. If you live in a house that's up to code, you'll I have mean, an outlet next to your kitchen. Yeah. I live in an, I live in an apartment and there's an outlet in the counter space but not like so I got a counter space I don't know three, not where you want three to brew by coffee. two feet yeah. and I want to put the brewer up against the right wall well if I want to run the cord then along the wall <laughs> to the it's it's not like got to go across the middle of the counter to get to the thing right. or I put it whatever it obviously irritates me a little bit I mean I guess I could just get in grinds my gears a little bit grinds my gears yeah. All right, can we taste this yet? It smells really good. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! Wow, that tastes. It's really a nice good. cup of coffee. I mean, I would not peg this as being brewed on an auto drip machine. That, I mean, it's filtered. You know, you get that filtered flavor. It's good. It's yeah. a nice solid cup. Now, was first try. I mean, I we haven't I haven't brewed with this before, so I just guessed yeah. on the grind setting, kind of based on our other. But it's the same. It's a and it's a it's a. You know, number four filter, which are totally common, so that's nice about it. It's really user-friendly versus some pour-overs that have specialty coffee, or specialty filters. Mm -hmm. um, that's true. Uh, yeah, you could uh, you can get these filter, filters for this in a grocery store. Yep. Which is pretty Online. Nice. Of course, online. I mean, get everything on Amazon. Stop by Conduit, I'll give you like four or five. 
For just four or five filters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in one box. Ride your bike to the store. Yeah. Um, yeah, the filter's great. I don't know. I like the coffee. I don't think it's I... It's still quite hot. We're just sitting here kind of babbling yeah, because we can't actually talk about the coffee because it's still too hot to drink. Well, I'm trying to think uh, what else I have to say about the brewer. Um, it's, it's, it's... I mean, it's got this nice little interface, this little sort of turning wheel that's also a button. Uh, but really all you're doing is you're either selecting... If you're brewing two to four cups, if you're brewing five to nine cups, or if you're setting the scheduler. Um, and the scheduler's straightforward you just select the time you want to start brewing and then it'll do that simplicity yep but pretty nice elegant design um it's good stuff i'll link to the uh to this brewer in the show notes so you can go find it i might be selling it on the coffee lover store before too long but i'm not sure if i'll work that out by the end of this year but either way there'll be a link to, to where you can find it either on amazon or on the coffee lover store Cheers. Cheers indeed. You have been listening to Coffee Lovers Radio. Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Support the producers. Check out Coffee Lovers Magazine at coffeeloversmag.com and download our app. Also get yourself some fantastic coffee from Conduit Coffee at conduitcoffee.com.